Coming up, Ohio State gets the biggest win of the weekend and Iowa survives a scare. This is Locked On Game to Game Big Ten. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game Big Ten. Local experts taking you through game to game of all of the biggest games in the Big Ten over the weekend. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We are starting out with number two, Ohio State. The Buckeyes won the biggest game of the weekend, no doubt, on Saturday night against number five, Notre Dame. It wasn't quite the lopsided score that Vegas thought it was going to be, but C.J. Stroud and the Ohio State offense certainly passed their first test of the season and what they are hoping will be a championship season. Lockdown Buckeyes goes over the primetime win. It wasn't the prettiest game to start the season, but your Ohio State Buckeyes are victorious, beating the Notre Dame Fighting Irish 21-10. to What's up, guys? My name is Jay Stevens, the host of Locked on Buckeyes, and the number five team in the land, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, did a phenomenal job of making things hard for the Ohio State offense. Stroud has some overthrows, some passes that were behind receivers, a high-powered offensive attack. People sell is going to be that this year. Really had its issues in game number one. But the running game did a lot of things in this game to make things easier for the Buckeyes to move the ball. The defense was phenomenal as well. Mayan Williams stands out, to, stands out to me in this one. 14 carries, 84 rushing yards, and a big touchdown in this game. He sticks out. The defense sticks out. The Buckeyes have an opportunity to fix some things this week before playing Arkansas State next week. But in the meantime, let's celebrate and be happy about this win because this was a hard-fought game. And as Ryan Day said, you got to find a way to win against Notre Dame. That's exactly what Ohio State did. Number eight, Michigan dropped 50 on Colorado State and scored at least 10 points in every single quarter. Locked on Wolverines recaps Cade McNamara's turn at starting quarterback in week one. Michigan beats Colorado State 51 to 7. This is Isaiah Hole from Locked On Wolverines. And it was an impressive performance for Michigan, uh, more so on the defensive side of the ball, which was really, really interesting given that Michigan lost David Ajabo, Aiden Hutchinson, a second and first round pick, respectively, new defensive coordinator, and Jesse Minter. That side of the ball was beyond impressive allowing uh, about 200 yards of total offense, having seven sacks, uh, all pretty much all from different players, as well as 11 tackles for loss. The offensive side of the ball, a little bit different. Still looks like it's got some growing pains, despite the fact that you have almost the entire returning cast back from a year ago. Uh, quarterback battle rages on. Cade McNamara had the start in week one. Uh, however... Uh, it's going to be J.J. McCarthy in week two. We saw him a little bit in this game, and he absolutely shined. McCarthy, sorry, McNamara had uh, only a 50% completion percentage. So it'll be interesting to see where Michigan goes from here as it moves on to Hawaii in week two. Number 18, Wisconsin Badgers shut out Illinois State at Camp Randall with the Badgers running backs carrying the load. Locked on Badgers has everything you need to know from an easy win to start the season for Wisconsin. Let's go. Wisconsin wins 38-0 week one. Grambert's looked incredible. Third, you know, 14-16 is the, one of the biggest questions was the passing game. I am Ryan Herring, zero to locked on Badgers, and let's talk about it. So really this game came down to Illinois State was overmatched. We knew that going into it, but we wanted to know how the passing game would look. How would Graham Mertz look? 
how a new offensive coordinator, Bobby Ingram, looked. Mertz looked incredible. 14-16, very composed, no bad throws, a couple drops. You know, he almost really could have been perfect. He was never forcing things. He ran out of bounds when he had to. He didn't force the action, took no bad plays, really forced nothing. He looked incredible and in control. And if Graham Mertz is in control, this offense is going to be really good. I think the defense is going to get better. 38 nothing. This is a great way to start for week one. We're going to continue with this, but um, check out Locked On Badgers. Ryan Herrings, your host, your team every single day. Um, really good win for Wisconsin to start the year. Let's go on Wisconsin. Iowa got to seven points on Saturday. They did it the hard way as well. They had a field goal and two safeties against South Dakota State. And somehow the Hawkeyes defense played well enough to get them the win. Locked on Hawkeyes takes us through a really weird one at Kinnick Stadium. Iowa survives an upset bid from FCS powerhouse South Dakota State 7-3 behind two defensive safeties. I'm Trent Condon from the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. The Iowa offense finishes with just 166 yards of total offense, and quarterback Spencer Petrus struggled once again in his third year as a starter as he goes 11-25 for 109 yards and one interception. It was the Hawkeye defense that flexed its muscle with two safeties, one by All-American Jack Campbell, the other from Joe Evans that proved to be the difference in the game. Iowa needs to figure out the offense in a hurry as in-state rival Iowa State comes to Kinnick Stadium next week after the Cyclones picked up a 42-10 win in Week 1. For more, check out Locked On Hawkeyes, your team every day. Back on Thursday night, the Penn State Nittany Lions and Purdue Boilermakers kicked off the week of Big Ten games with a back-and-forth matchup for an early conference win on the road for Penn State. Our Locked On Big Ten host explains how Purdue let a season-opening win slip away. Well, what a way to start week one. Purdue does its best Nebraska impression and blows it late against Penn State. I'm Nate Dickinson, host of Locked On Big Ten, and the Boilermakers had a chance to make a statement win at home to start their season, but the blackout would not end up in a win in West Lafayette. The final score, 35-31 in favor of the Nittany Lions, and in a big part due to some mistakes made by the Boilermakers. In the first half, a fumble at the end as Purdue is threatening to score and then allowing an 80-yard two-play drive in the last minute to let Penn State take an 11-point lead in halftime. Then, with less than five minutes left to go in the game, Purdue gets the ball with the lead and in seven plays, drains just two and a half minutes off the clock, getting Penn State the ball back, giving Sean Clifford a chance, and he delivered getting the touchdown drive with just under one minute ticking off the clock in totality in all of that drive. And he leads Penn State to a 1-0 record. Purdue is 0-1 and trying to figure out how it happened. It's a really, really interesting way to start off the season for both of these teams who are trying to be nationally relevant again. And we'll see how each one of them bounces back after, for Purdue, a really tough loss. And for Penn State, I'm Surely an exhilarating win. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game Big Ten. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure you go check out Locked On Big Ten and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.